freedom. The word itself in this hour will set off fireworks alone. For it means or is defined in so many different ways, especially if viewed from a group perspective or as an individual. I choose, or it's a choice, to view it as an individual human being and define it with a grateful heart. As a state of mind wherein my thoughts and behavior are focused on a great and mighty God, my Lord Savior, whom has set me free from the nouns of this world and the freedom to choose who I will serve. We can be reframed or restricted upon this earth from doing this and that, saying this and that, but no one can be coerced into what one thinks. The mind is the battlefield and can be influenced by good and bad thoughts and the behavior following. However, in most cases, they can be overcome by a choice in believing or not believing, depending on the subject matter. We can be influenced in many ways, from what we see and hear over and over, social media, TV, radio, and so forth, thoughts and behaviors pass from one generation to the next and adaption into an environment through necessity for survival, jobs, careers, certain industries, just to name a few. However, freedom comes into the picture through our choices. And if we are transparent, we would agree. We're living presently in the choices we have made in most cases. The exception arises individually from strongholds and spiritual inner battles that one needs help out of into freedom. Problem. Accepting ideas and making choices, ill-informed or a lack of knowledge. There was a day that we could take someone at their word and believe that they meant what they said or would follow through with the corresponding actions. Now in this hour, because nouns have changed for the worse, because darkness has increased, as the scripture said, we must search out the truth of the matter and ask for guidance of the Holy Spirit. The ones that are born again, who made Jesus their Lord and Savior, have the benefits, privileges, blessing, and resources and ever-present help through the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. We, through teaching and training, can make choices wrapped with faith and apply what, what they have learned. Those who have not made the choice to believe and receive Jesus Christ have made a choice to remain in darkness under a ruler whose main goal or method of operation is to kill, steal, and destroy. However, there is no middle ground for unbelief and disobedience of and to God. It is a sin. Sin is the problem. Solution. Good news. You have the freedom to choose who you will serve. It is your choice. Jesus Christ was sent to destroy the works of the devil and has done so. He's already set the captives free. It's your choice to believe and receive it. He's already shed his blood and took the stripes for every human being on this planet for their redemption, healing, and wholeness. Your choice. Believe and receive what has already been done. No choice is a choice. Be free in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Scriptures and stones. In Luke chapter 4, verse 15 through 21, with emphasis on verse 18, in the King James Version says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. 
And there was delivered unto him the book of Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue was fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. In John 8, verses 31 through 47, emphasis on verse 32, it reads as following the King James Version. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 2 Corinthians, 3rd chapter, 1 through 18, emphasis on verse 12. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech, and not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfast look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil untaken away, the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But even until this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil should be taken away. And then the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass of the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. One more nugget to challenge us to be grateful in whatever state we find ourselves in. Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, was in prison when he wrote. His body was in prison, but not his mind. His soul, which is your mind, emotions, and will, was focused on the Lord Jesus Christ. They could not stop his thoughts and belief, which he penned on paper. The children of Israel were set free in a miraculous way and saw wonders, but a generation didn't make it out of the wilderness because of their mindsets and died in the wilderness. Hmm. We must choose to renew our minds every day and apply the word of God into every aspect of our lives, especially in this hour. Amen? Amen.